black banks owned by states. Banking has played an essential part in supporting the American dream since the foundation of the Bank of North America in 1781. These organizations offer a wide range of financial services, from receiving deposits to dispersing loans. Credit reigns supreme in our society, and countless Americans would struggle to acquire vehicles, houses, and other necessities if they didn't have access to high-quality financial institutions. Banks have played a significant role. Like all of America's older institutions, banks have played a significant role in the country's racial history. African Americans have been targeted by racism in the banking and economic institutions, and barriers to removing prejudice still exist today. Black-owned banks began to respond to larger institutions' lack of access to banking services and support for local communities. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation defines a minority depository institution MDI, as a federally insured depository institution in which minority individuals own 51% or more of the stock. Minority, to be counted in determining minority ownership, it must be owned by you. S. Citizens or permanent legal you. S. Residents. Two of the 22 black-owned banks mentioned in this article fall into this category. This book includes black-owned and controlled credit unions that serve the black community. The phrase black-owned is used in this article broadly, acknowledging that stockholders own for-profit banks and members hold credit unions. Important. There are 44 black-owned financial institutions in the United States today, including credit unions. They'll require a total of $6.82 billion in assets if they work together. Customers of black-owned banks have not just access to their financial resources but also the opportunity. Black-owned banks are also crucial in the battle against institutional racism in the financial sector today. According to critics of black-owned for-profit banks, true financial justice requires institutions such as not-for-profit credit unions that are breaking away from an economic system based on racism and exploitation. There are 22 not-for-profit credit unions among the 44 black-owned financial institutions in the country. Background and History of Black-Owned Financial Institutions After the Bank of North America opened its doors, it took another century for black-owned banks to emerge. Congress and Lincoln formed the Freedmen's Savings Bank in 1865, which became the first black-owned bank in 1888. This institution, which was part of the Freedmen's Bureau, was created to help newly freed African Americans navigate the American economic system. Truth Reformers Bank Truth Reformers Bank, the first officially chartered black-owned bank, was established on Texas Independence Day, 1888, by the Reverend William Washington Brown, United Order of True Reformers Fraternity. He was a former slave and Union Army officer. When Brown and his organization fell into financial difficulties while looking for a new branch in Virginia, they found a Truth Reformers Bank. Moreover, Brown formed Truth Reformers Bank as he could not manage the order's finances without generating suspicion from paranoid and prejudiced locals. This allowed the organization's finances to be free of inspection from the white race. Read more. The bank began operations in 1889 and grew from a small operation in Brown's home to a powerful institution capable of weathering the financial catastrophe of 1893. Even though the Truth Reformers Bank continued to operate following Brown's death in 1897, Issues arose by 1900. Branches were poorly supervised, unsecured loans were made, and an embezzlement scandal robbed most account holders of their savings under the new president, the Reverend William Lee Taylor. The State Corporation Commission had ordered the bank's closure by 1910. As the narrative of Truth Reformers Bank unfolded, other black-owned banks began to emerge in the United States. Approximately 134 black-owned financial institutions were established between 1888 and 1934 with most of them located in southern states. 
During the Great Depression, their numbers dropped to only nine by 1930. A resurgence did not occur until the Civil Rights Movement, which increased to 50 by 1976. The savings and loan crisis had depleted 35 black-owned institutions by 1988. Discrimination in Today's World In 2016, a white family's online value was approximately 10 times higher on average than a black family's. Inequality, prejudice, racism, and disparities in power and opportunity have contributed to this throughout America's history. Tenets also why, given the critical role that black-owned banks play in combating modern-day systematic racism in the financial industry, the declining number of black-owned banks is a cause for concern, considered the concept of redlining. This unethical and now unlawful practice is used to deny people of specified access to a wide range of services based on their race or ethnicity. The Civil Rights Act of 1964, which forbids unfairness based on race, color, religion, sex, although the Fair Housing Act of 1968 and, as a result, the Community Reinvestment Act, CRA, of 1977 were both designed to eradicate redlining, this sort of discrimination still exists today. For example, 68.1% of loans provided for house purchases in Chicago between 2012 and 2018 went to primarily white districts, while 8.1% went to predominantly black ones. Banks also lent more money to mostly white than to each predominantly black taken together. When looking at individual lenders, the disparity is even more pronounced, with J.P. Morgan Chase lending 41 times more money in white than in black. Conclusion The city of Chicago is far from the only area where redlining takes place. In 2018, people of color in 61 towns were more likely than white inhabitants to reject house loans. 12 and if homeowners aren't moving into, and investing, it means money isn't flowing in. Which means poverty and violence are unavoidable in the area.